dear, oh dear, oh dear, what a pickle our adventurers are in. Welcome, friends, companions, acquaintances. Oh, and you. Yes, you over there. Welcome, Artemis Underhill, once again, for another episode of Tales of Thelden. And what a crazy predicament our group is in once more. And who could have saw it? Velikar betrayed them. Velikar bloody but Look, honestly, let's get to the point here. Whoever, whichever god is controlling this story, or whoever put this in, in motion, terrible writing. Please look up cliche in the dictionary. You'll see yourself there. But at least our heroes are still alive. I don't know where they are, though, in some kind of box or place or space. Trapped, alone. Leaf's probably sober. That's terrible even to think about. Well, let's see what happens. We might spend the entire rest of this season just watching them in this box. Time doesn't seem to be a value in this place. You don't really know if you've been stood there for a moment, for a few seconds, an hour, years. And then your muscles finally relax and you gain control again over your movement. You can you kind of stretch out and once again, is the aching coming from being stood there for too long? Is it the fight? In every direction you look up, down, left, northeast, you find mirrored surfaces. Just flat mirrored surfaces that seem to go on forever. What a Yeah. Yeah, this is not good. I it's don't good. believe him. I hate this place. We can't don't believe him. Well, what he did. The bloody dryad was right. That we're someone we should have trusted, but we shouldn't have trusted. Remember when we were in the forest and those dryads came in and there were little women and they told us and they talked to us and said, I vaguely remember you trying to talk to witches of some sort. Forest witches. Yeah. The forest is definitely familiar. That was on our first night, guys. Do you remember that? Memory. Those I trust can't always be trusted. They do it for their own reasons. Leave and forever prosper. That's what she said. Good work. That is what she said. Uh, so how the hell are we getting out of this vault? I'm gonna go investigate. I'm gonna go investigate one of these these mirrors. Let me do a perception check or something. Okay, sure. Do um, either either perception or investigation. Straight up 20. Um, you stare into it and it's almost like a, a liquid in some ways. When you, If you were to press your hand up against it, it would ripple and you wouldn't go all the... Like, your hand wouldn't sink into it, but it would react and kind of um, the waves of your pressure onto it would ripple throughout the entire wall and surface so we're still in the vault so where's the bookshelf the back of the bookshelf or is well that you can no longer see the back of the bookshelf because it was part of this mirrored wall um if i see that the the mirror looks like liquid or something like that i'm gonna try and stick my hand you're gonna try it. and stick your hand through it we'll slowly put my hand up to it and just kind of like press one finger up to it slightly you press one finger up to it and you hear the sound effects of as the ripples kind of pressure throughout the entire surface disrupting the entire mirror um, until a couple I punch my hand through you're it you're going to punch your hand through this it this is going to end well exactly where Leaf pokes the wall you wind up for a big haymaker and you swing and you wait and you don't feel anything but you think that maybe your hand just passed straight through it Leaf what you saw was him just swing and miss just completely whiff it I kind of like pull my finger back from the, the mystical whatever I'm investigating are you have you been drinking my stuff what why I, d I don't know what you're talking about I just, I, I, I punched at the wall and my hand went right through it, did nothing. Can I look to see what Cornelius, Cornelius, did you see that? No, I'm, I, I was over this, looking in this direction. Is my hair always been like this? 
Thinning, yeah. Harsh. I uh, I look up and down to see if he's got my uh, my bottle of whiskey on his person. He does not. Your flask is uh, clearly on your belt. I think he needs to sit down. <sighs> you just tried to punch, for no reason, a mirror, the- which I'm investigating, and is clearly. Not a mirror. Well, your your poke achieved nothing. I was going one step up. I would say that my poke gave me the information that is, this is clearly not a mirror, which you can just punch and break. And even if you did punch the mirror and break it, what, what are you trying to achieve? I could punch through the mirror. To what? That's what, what I'm trying to find out. I stick my whole hand into the into the mirror to see how if it goes like all the way through. It has a, a bit of give to it, like it almost like it bends a little bit, but it doesn't go any further than that. It, it springs your hand back. I'm gonna look through the Brighton family book, see if there's anything about this vault. You read and you, it doesn't have much information about the actual construction of the vault itself. There is some kind of like a small mention of. Um, a great ancestor of the Pritons finding a weak point to another dimension or another realm um, that could be found in the location where the spire was built. Oh, shit. We might be in another what? realm or dimension. My dream. Please tell me you're true. Well, it says here that they found like a weak point to another dimension or whatever and that where they were building the yes! spire. So. I mean, it's possible that we might be in another dimension, which isn't very good because this looks like a very tiny... That's fantastic. Very tiny dimension. Because A, we're away from V and whatever he's up to, and B, pretty cool. C, I can find the first local pub here, strike up a new name for myself. It'll be great. Then, I don't know. What, what are you complaining about? What if this is a dimension with no pubs? West- <coughs> we are literally up <coughs> creek. We are figuratively up <laughs> creek, and you are figuratively up <laughs> creek, is what you mean. I would have no issue if there were no pubs. Is there nothing? Is there nothing else in this vault? No, it's literally yeah, it's literally just like so those primes with pores, <laughs> weren't they? In the end. Hear something? Is that the dwarf again? Rudak! Is that you? You suddenly hear this muffled um, voice, and the two of you can hear it coming from Leaf's direction. And Leaf, you can hear it coming from your pockets. Is that the fing dagger again? It's not the dagger. The dagger doesn't speak. I pull out my dagger. I quickly put the dagger back. See, it just sings. What is that noise then? <laughs> I start emptying my pockets. You um, you empty your pockets. You kind of tell me what you're throwing out of your pockets. What have you got? Uh, I got I got a button. I got a piece of lint. I got some moldy cheese. I got some smiling coins. Ow! Mm. I got my book. Ow! Honestly, like, do you all, you people with your kind of just where the hell? Oh, what have you got yourselves into this time? I think the coins are speaking. Yeah, you uh, you look down and you see, as you kind of dropped everything down, the sound is now coming from the coin, uh, the largest of the coins that you dropped. I throw the coin at the mirror. Ow! Honestly! Oh my... Just... Do you ha- Bloody mortals, I swear to God, every time, and as you see, all of a sudden, the coin begins to change shapes um, to the size of what you would know to be the size of a child a little smaller than Cornelius um, but closer to what you'd know would be a halfling um, with kind of shaggy hair very kind of fine clothing um, a large coin purse on his belt and he kind of dusts himself up and puts like a top hat on his head. Oh, honestly, you people and your oh, just throwing me around like that. Um, everybody, roll a perception check for me. Cornelius and Charlie just are very confused about the matter, but 
Leaf, you you've seen this person before. You've met them, and you've even pretended to be them at one point. That oh, it's the actual Priton, not the the weirdo. So it's the actual Priton that was missing. Wait, 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 wait. First question. It's not going to be why does it turn out of a coin? Unexplainable. Let's just. It's skip actually magic. Unexplainable. Secondly, what? Who was? If. Where was well, that house? wasn't my house. That was the house I borrowed, to be perfectly honest. Who was in your house? Who was in the house you were borrowing that gave us... No. Well, we actually stole the... We didn't steal them. We... We we took the coins and then they transformed... I, I, I take a big gulp of my um, tea. Um... <laughs> shock horror. Your flask is empty. Yeah. I'm going to die, guys. I'm actually going to die. Are you, are you right? Who? who? Mr. Pride. Uh, actually, Where that was we? just... Any other pubs in this fucking universe? That was actually just a cover, uh, to be perfectly honest. I was just there to help you on your way as a favour to a friend. And then you lost a lot of money to me. <laughs> uh, everything makes a profit once in a while. Uh, what friend? Uh, friends in high places, you know. She's alright, that one. She's not too bad at all. She's got a nice smile, a lovely smile, to be honest. Um, but, mark me, I've not had a chance to introduce myself. You can call me Fleetwin. Assistant to the lady that smiles and the master of coins. Fleetwin? How sort of a name is Fleetwin? Fleetwin is the name of somebody who gets very rich and very immortal very quickly. And could turn into coins. Mm. Well, I can take any shape or size I really need to at the time. Can you turn into a giant penis? Uh, he instantly turns into you. <laughs> well, he got you there. Oh, nope, nope. Do not like this form. Do not like this form at all. And he kind of flicks back to his uh, halfling. Yeah, where's my moldy cheese going? Throwing it directly <laughs> at his face. <laughs> You got a roll for that, I imagine. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Um, it spirals through the air, um, and all of a sudden he bends down to pick up a coin on the floor, and the piece of cheese flies over his head and just gently slacks a big smack on the wall, and we just kind of slides down very awkwardly. Somebody dropped some cheese. Oh, a, fa- a fair shot, Leaf. No, nobody dropped any oh, cheese. There's a piece of cheese no. here. So it's very weird for the men- for the mirror dimension. Very weird indeed. Never seen. How do we get out of the mirror dimension? Yeah, you know about the mirror dimension. Yeah, of course I know about the mirror dimension. I know about most dimensions and realms. They're all kind of you know up in the air, a bit of a bit more of a, a bit of your thought in some cases, like the mirrored realm, place where they would often keep deadly people for quite some time. Interesting, you know. Well, who the f- did we just let out? You didn't let anybody out. There hasn't been anybody stored here for a very long time. Uh, this was used for that, you know, that stick that often got put here every now and then. Staff? It was a staff, fact, yeah. Yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's not call a, a staff a stick. That's highly offensive. Someone of your stature should know better. It's a f***ing staff, mate. Oh, I didn't know you what were... Was that? What was that weird accent? Where'd that come from? Honestly... I'm going insane in the this place... Someone let me out or you find mortals me a way to get very, my tea very here's, the, here's the next question. How Why in the mirror world does my tea suddenly go empty? Um, maybe because it was, I don't know, like, did you run out? When was the last time you filled it up? No, it's infinite. Well, it can't be infinite. There's no such thing. You just well, turned you from can't a be immortal coin. Then. Now get me out of the mirror world. Well, I, I can't. Well, I could. But I can't. You're pushing my figurative buttons. Are you, you are? Oh. Oh. That's that's a shame. And you're literally annoying me. Oh, no. Okay. That's fine. But up. And as all of a sudden the world around you goes dark. The odd halfling has disappeared. You find yourself... You find yourselves um, 
in front of a large house of a, a large state stately home there's a breeze on your face it is late evening you look up to the manor where it doesn't look like it's in the state that it used to be it's got scaffolding up to one side where um, the roof is being repaired from what looks to have been some kind of explosion or something you can see kind of soot marks and like everything around it guys what I've seen this in a play I watched a play one day called The Ghosts of Trimester Past. And in it, a man was shown the future, the present, and the past. I think we're in the future. Or I'm going insane. We could just knock on the door. I'm just freaking the f*** uh, out right now. Why? And what gives you such authority? Because that seems the most realistic option. Oh, you're talking about realism when a guy just was a coin in my pocket and then he came out and he had a top hat inside the coin, let alone a whole human body. Halfling body. Halfling body, sorry. And how did he not speak up before then? Why did he choose that moment to show up? Why did he show up when Valakar popped up all of a sudden? He could have helped us get the staff. Coins, right? Yeah, coins. Cornelius... People. This is your childhood home. Oh, that's my childhood home. Go, it's the that's, ghost of trimester so past. past. It's you the past. Wrong. We're in the past. Yep. Okay. It's not the Are present. We in the past? Uh. Or is it present day his childhood home? Look, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but you're being quite outlandish by saying it's the present. <laughs> uh, you uh Oh, I'm very sorry for assuming we're in our own current timeline. You at the notice moment. we just went in, to an alternative dimension. You noticed in the gardens in the front of it, there's a small group of people all gathered around in black clothing. It's a funeral. Could be. Cornelius, do you remember this? Who no. died? Is this present, past, or future? Are both your parents alive? He ran away from yeah. them. It could be, uh... He burnt down the whole place, apparently. Why are we whispering? A second ago, I was yelling. They didn't hear us a second ago when I was clearly yelling, Hi! Your sound seemed to fall on deaf ears. They can't hear us. It is Ghosts of Trimester Past. Cornelius, go. Yeah. Go go try and speak to him. Go try and speak. I, go I go up to the people. So you notice the people. You notice two of your brothers. You notice in the middle of the crowd, which is generally gathering of people from the town, in the middle is your mother, crying, as they gather around two graves. Is there any indication of who they are? The first one you read says Tim's. The second one, the second one bears your own name. Are you dead? Uh, I don't think so. I know. I I'm guessing this happens. This is maybe a couple of days after I left. I know Tim's died in the... Well, I assume he died in the explosion, but... Did you kill your brother? No, but what happened was I had my book and then my dad found me and tried to arrest me and send me to the the Holy you Guard. You had a porno? And Tim... No, my magic book. Oh, your book. magic book. Okay, just, just... So Tim's stole a page out of the book and started muttering in incantations and... Why didn't you exploded. stop him? Because he told me not to. Did he mean to do that? <laughs> I don't think... Who means to blow themselves up? I don't know. Yeah, Is my father there? No. No? So Tim's isn't your father? No. Also, why is he called Tim's and not just Tim? <laughs> Poor parenting? What did you call Chihuahuazard for? <laughs> Charlie Driss, and that's what my parents Whatever name it me. is, it's, it's it makes as much sense as Tim's. Tim's what? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. And uh, do we know I, why? Yeah, because I explained why. Uh, can I? That's right. He blew himself up. 
uh, touch my mother's yes. back? Careful. Do I? It feels. Do I feel anything? Extremely cold to the touch. He doesn't react to it. Does his hand go through it like a ghost? No, hand doesn't go through it. You mean, you mean the the what you would presume would be a back, and it's just yeah, cold, almost lifeless. Is anyone actually moving around us, or is this just like kind of like a scene on loop in front of us? Um, it's closer to a scene on loop. Okay. I have a hypothesis as I stand in front of everyone. We are still in the mirror world. Yeah, that makes sense. We have not been transported well, to a as different much sense world. as anything could be. Still the mirror world. Mm-hmm, These people mm-hmm. are just like looping. So this is like a this is like seeing your own reflection like flashing in the waves back at you. Looks like it's moving, but it's not. All of a sudden in the topmost room a candle illuminates the windows. Okay, we run into the house. You run into the house? You easily I agree to this to statement in. that he made for all of us. You uh you run up the stairs to what you know would be your father's study. Inside, you open the door and you see your father with an open bottle of whiskey beside him asleep on his desk. Hello? I think he's like the rest of them. It's fine. Okay, I walk up and I grab the bottle of whiskey and give it to Leaf because he needs it. Thank uh, you. I take a big gulp. Uh, you grab the whiskey. As you tip it upside down, the liquid doesn't move. Oh, f*** it, and I chuck it on the ground. It smashes, and the liquid kind of pours out on the floor. Oh, of course it smashes, but nothing... I guess I search the study to see if there's anything interesting or useful. You, uh, you find a letter underneath your father's hand that seems to have been pretty freshly written. Okay, can I read the letter? Yeah, it... It's addressed to you. It Mm. reads... To my son, Cornelius. As time goes by, nothing changes what happened that night. The mistakes you made affected the people that you loved. And for that, you are my greatest disappointment. But the courage you showed, fighting the guards that was not sent directly for you, but for the people you were with, for being worth standing up for what you believed in. It is my sorrow that you had to die in Ashcroft. I am so sorry that I was not there to defend you and not a better father. The truth is, I'm not disappointed in you because of your actions. I'm disappointed because I failed you. And that you didn't need me to teach you the right and wrong of the world. You already knew it. And that's where the letter stops. I, um... I have to wipe my eye because there's there's something... There's like a breeze There's like a breeze coming through the door. (laughs) Yeah. Um, can I take the letter? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I put it in my pouch and like. Okay, so I've read enough stories to know that this is probably like a three-part thing where we're sort of we're clearly in the future, so we're all going to go into our own futures. Yeah, you are. Uh, you. So how about we uh move it along? As you look around at the other two, in the back corner of the room, you can see a black cloak figure. I go, hi, how are you going? I say, hi, how are you? What are you doing? Oh, not again. You're the- far too cavalier for this entire situation. That's... What did the letter say? Did it say anything interesting? Uh, it said they think I died in Ashcroft. But you so. didn't. Clearly. Yeah. Anyway, there's a black figure behind you. And again, it looks what? like you guys can't see him. So, black figure, if you could just like explain what's happening please are you on drugs do you want me to take a swing at him where is did he? you drink the whiskey before handing it to me 
No. I don't know what's up with you two, but you two are both doing really weird things lately, and that's coming from me. What did I do? You swung at a mirror and missed horribly. I think the issue for you is that your uh, your tea is empty, so you're just sobering up. That is a very big issue that we're having right now. It does not take away from the fact that I was sober enough, quite sober enough, to see you swing at a mirror and miss by, like, a mile. But I don't and think that's out of character. I think you being sober is out of character, so you are the issue in this situation. As they're talking and arguing, out of the sleeve of one of the figure's arms, a ivory hand reaches out. Reaches back and grabs the hood of its cloak. Pulls back the hood. And underneath you see white hair. Long. That kind of is tied up to one side. Pointed ears of an elf. Sharp teeth. And red eyes. The elven man stares at you for a second. And then his lips move. And the voice that comes with it does not seem to match. Soon, child, we will talk. <laughs> Do I recognize him? No, I don't. nothing. And then the world begins to fade. And the room gets further and further and further away from you. As if you're being rocketed through the air. And then it stops. Where the f*** are we now? I don't know. What can we see? You look around, you're now in a stone corridor. Three walls surrounding you and then a corridor that goes straight down. About... Is this familiar to any of us? No, not that you can see. I feel like I'm just going to go down this uh, this corridor. You start walking forward. You, You keep walking and all of a sudden the... The stone walls either side of you start turning into jail doors, bars that are systematically placed. Can I see anyone inside these jails? You can. You can see what you think could be a woman or a child or a man in each one, but they're faceless. I know what these are. I watched this play once and it was a tale of a... Slender person. Yeah, what was it? Was a, like? It was a scary play. Go on. It was about these creatures that lived in a forest, and they were tall people with no faces, and they were called the Slender People. I was drunk. Yep. Okay. But it was a good play. Yeah. What does that have to do with jail cells? I'm just saying they look like the Slender People in the play. As you walk forward. At the end of the corridor, it opens up into a bit of a larger room. At its centre, chained, almost like hanging forward with its arms chained to long chains from a wall, looks to be a person with a sack over their head. Uh, I'm going to assume that's my person. I'm going to go over and take his uh, sack off this guy's head. You... uh... You remove the sack from the head of the person. The person feels cold. Do I recognise this person to be Grant? I do, but not the Grant. Not quite the Grant that you remember. Why, because he's older? His faith is with- face is withered and scarred. And his eyes are a milky white colour. I know this man. He uh, he raised me on the streets of uh, of Silver Keep. <laughs> Is this from the past or the future or present or? He's not as I remember him. He's he seems a lot older, but I haven't seen him in some time. Who, who's there? <laughs> Grant, it's me, Charlie Idris. What are you doing here? This is where they imprisoned me. <laughs> Who imprisoned you? The guards, after we got you home safe. <laughs> the last thing I remember was you leading a charge into the uh, a wave of holy guards when you uh, you you sent me free. 
And boy, that or was... Or got me out of the, uh, the holy city. Glorious charge indeed, but... For my that leadership in it... A decade ago. And I've been here that long. But the Abbey, it, it, it changes how time moves, how people are. What may have been a decade for you, my boy, has been much longer than at first for me. Can I get you out of here? I I don't know where you are. I can just hear your voice. I'm I'm standing right in front of you. I took the sack off your head. The world is still dark. So dark. They let me see our friends every now and then. Well, they used to before everything went dark for me. Silver Keep is a much different place. Much colder for many of those that we cared about. But I hope you've lived a good life. With some companions, I appear to be stuck in a mirror realm. I I have no idea what you're talking about, but listen. I have no idea what I'm talking about. I was just uh, talking to an animated coin. <laughs> the gods have been talking. The The... The Grand Chancellor himself is preparing to wage war with the mages, saying if the mages and their leaders do not stand down, they will hang everybody who's here in the Abbey. The war is its at a peak. One spark, one disruptive flame, one person could set this whole thing alight. Get as far away from here as you can. Don't come back. But I I need to come back and save you, Grant. You saved me the day you turned up in my home. (laughs) (laughs) And then, at that point, the laughter gets quieter for you. It's like a watercolour painting. Grant. The world around you disappears and fades to black again. You, um... The darkness doesn't change. And then the hours seem to start to pass in the darkness. Don't f*** me, ghosts of trimester past, future... Can I go to sleep and, and recover? Man, why is time so weird in this place? Why is time so weird in general? I'll tell you why what. Why is time? <laughs> why is time? <laughs> I'll tell you what. After an hour, I'm definitely sat down and I've gone to sleep and I've rest- mm. I'm resting. You're resting. There's no way I'm standing up the whole time waiting. No, I'm sleeping. I'm, You're I'm sleeping? Myself. You're just healing yourself? Yeah, yeah I'm also going to go to sleep. If- I said... Uh, Benedict Alabach on watch. Yeah, that's our go-to, like, Thanks, system Benny. these days. We've known each other a few days, however long it's been. Maybe a week. I don't know. Uh, we've got a system. Charlidris and Cornelius both drift off to sleep, but there's something in the back of your head, Leaf. It's like this, this feeling in your mind that's just kind of prods and scratches at it every now and then keeping you awake. Yeah, you know what it is? Sobering up. <laughs> um, I If I can't sleep, then I'm going to open up my book and I'm just going to start doodling down everything that's been happening. Flicking through, reading it, whatever. Bit of everything. You can't find your book. In the distance, a bright light shines. The bright light wakes us up? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> After eight hours? <laughs> it Well, it's Extremely bright for Leaf after about four hours. Is this a light that we can all see and it's woken us up, or is it only a light that Dylan can no, see? No, it's woken because it's up. his moment. What did uh, What did you find out while we slept, Leaf? That I can't. I found out absolutely nothing. I'm missing my book. I'm missing my booze. Some light just showed up down the end here. That's probably not good. That's never good. Is it down the end? Does that mean we can walk to it? Can we head toward the light? Would you like to try heading toward the light? No. 
that is a bad saying, and they say never to. The do light that. all of a sudden heads towards you, moves forward, and you see an image, uh, like a person image. You see a picture. It's like a painting almost of a beautiful green meadow with trees all the way around it. A half elf lay in the meadow in the middle of the image. Is the half elf me? Yeah, you'd presume it would be you, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure I'd recognise myself. You'd yeah, think, surely. Yeah, you do. It's a much younger you. Guys, it's the past section. Does that mean mine was the future? I think yours was the present. No. Yes. Yours is the future. Cornelius's was but the present. This is the was past. Already, he was already 10 years older because it's been 10 years since I've seen him, or was it even longer than 10 years? It could have been longer. Who knows? It could Why have been 10 years. It's a what? fucking painting. I stand up and go approach the painting. The painting stays still, but then there is another picture appears to the other side. You see yourself again, but... Is this like a flip book cartoon? No, it's just like, it's like stills, like portraits. And this one shows you with somebody you'd almost forgotten, somebody you hadn't thought about in a very long time. Standing with your father on the day that you left them with your family in the distance. Daddy. Oh, he looks nice. He wasn't. Okay. Hence, I left him. In fact, you should understand this. You didn't like your dad. True. Did he try to set a holy city guard on you? No. No. Okay. And then that image starts to flick through images very quickly. Like if somebody's flicking through a scrapbook or a page and it shows the same road... With your father stood alone, looking out into the distance, and the seasons and the times change behind him. Turns to winter, summer, autumn. It keeps flicking through and going forward. The house behind him changes. Three graves appear. He continues to stand alone, looking out over the road. Growing slightly older. You notice that the the house is in complete ruin, but everything else about your father almost stays the same. And then a booming voice comes over. The roots of life lead in different directions, but always lead to the same points. The lonely oak grows large. Its roots venture away from it. They gather energy, but they always return, bringing life and nourishment to the earth. Is the do I know the voice? Yeah, you've spoken to it a couple times before. Is the voice uh, Relkath? Yes, it is. Is that someone important to you? Well, it must be if it's in this. Uh, formed formed my book from his uh, magical branches. So we were talking to a tree. Yeah, I don't think I've done that. Before. That is. Really interesting. Oh, I thought you were going to say cool, well, child. Tree. Um, I just say hello to see if, like, do I get a response? Eventually, all roots return home. It's an audio recording, guys. Sounds like you have to go home. Your wit does not slow with the coming of time, does it? No. Remember, this is a moment where the root decides whether to return home or to keep growing out We're supposed to go to your house. I feel like I'm not supposed to go home and keep growing outwards. No. I'm almost certain that that's what's going on. Life gets harder for the root if it keeps going past this point. Mm. Turn around, go home, take back the nutrients. Everything that you've learned. Why don't you want to go to your well, house? Well, I feel like I only left there not long ago, to be honest. How long? I don't know. Time passes fast. It's true. 175 years. Not long ago. A couple of weeks. 175 years. That seems like a lot of time. But now is the time, time to make your choice. Leaf. Either return home or continue on the path that I set out for you that day in the meadow. I'm continuing on the path, Relcat. What was the path? Drinking a lot. Adventure. 
Well, drinking a lot's involved in adventure, but no, the it was mainly just adventure. image of your father slowly fades away, almost blowing away like leaves in the wind. And you hear one final, one final thought. The lonely oak grows stronger in a forest. You're supposed to go home. Don't tell me what to do. I'm suggesting. Why are you suggesting anything when we're clearly stuck in an infinite universe I that none it was of us a can escape? Well, well, I mean, if you look into a mirror, into another mirror, into another mirror, it's an infinite. Should I just start punching stuff to try and get out of here? Well, technically, a mirror always has dimensions, don't you think? Mirror has dimensions. Dimension we're in is a mirror. Dimension is that the mirror dimension of the dimension that we're in, which is a mirror. Where the f did that fucking? Where did that voice come from? You are, you are back in the mirrored room. And the halfling is sat leaning against the wall to one side. You're the ghost of Triwizard's Pass. Oh, Triwizards. I, 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 I introduced myself, right? Did I always do I forget that? I just Fleetwin. Master yes, of Fleetwin, assistant of Triwizard's Pass. The Lady of Smiles and Master of the Coin, yeah? I, I did introduce myself, right? Bunch of <laughs> titles, you did. We're back, we just went on a trip. We all learnt a bunch about each other and relative things that are personal details and other such sorts of things. So we're quite happy to leave the mirror dimension world thing now. And thank you. But wait, answer me one question. Why are you here? We got stuck here, we got trapped here by V. But why are you here? Leaf, why are you here? Are you talking figurative or literally? Because literally, I'm here because I'm stuck here. Figuratively, I'm here because I was in a pub and I'm like, figuratively, I'm here because I'm on an, a journey of a life. There you go. There's your figurative answer. Literally, I'm stuck in a f***ing bed. On, Leafin. Good on you. And, and Cornelius, what of you? Why are you here? I'm here to learn what I'm capable of, I guess. You guess? You guess that you just gave me a fantastic answer. What a brilliantly smart young man you are and a welly good wizard. Sorry, I had... Yeah, sorry. And he, like, kind of pulls coin out of his tongue. Yeah. Sorry. That's unhygienic. Sorry. Sorry, That's I had disgusting. my coin that purse too tight. Disgusting. Yeah, was Did that like a sibling? Yourself? And, uh, Chalidris, why, why, why are you here? Uh, I'm here to figure out what happened with Grant, and then how I can go and save him. It's just... It's so beautiful! You just... You see people grow up in front of your eyes! Can we get out now? Just, of course you can! Do you need some mouldy cheese? Because there's some on the floor to wipe yourself with. I'm still... I've been sat here trying to figure that how that got here. Honestly. No idea. No Honestly, idea. Honestly, I'm trying to figure that out, but... No idea. I suppose she wants to see you now, I guess. Is this a smiling lady? Spot on. Good job. The most incocious name I've ever heard. Um, okay, that door handle is right here. And he kind of pulls a handle out of the wall and just opens the door right that way. Of course. Why couldn't we have found that? Yeah, this room, I hate it. You, uh, find yourself on a small plateau. I pull out my tea and attempt to drink some. Still empty. What the fuck? Your fucking mirror world fucked my infinite tea. No, I actually believe that one, my dear, was would be the spell that Velika cast on your whiskey to make sure he knew where you were at all times and, if needed, could brainwash you. Bastard! And I chucked the the, the the tea flask, like, as far as I can. Honestly, please do not make a mess, dear. It is awfully hard to find good help anymore. You, um... You see, sat... Alone at a table is a very kind-looking, beautiful woman with red hair. 
Big smile? A good sized smile. It's not big, but it's it's the warmest Healthy. smile you've ever seen. Please take a seat, help yourself. Uh, I believe I set out some of your favorite refreshments. Leaf, if you must, there is alcohol on the table to the side. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I just begin bathing in it. Sorry, my time is not much where I can, you know, waste. But please help yourselves while we talk. I see Fleetwind was able to help you out of your predicament. I'm like nodding my head like... Yeah, he, he helped us get out of that dimension yep. thing. Well, f well, Fleetwind was there. Whether or not he has helped us, it's yet to be seen. He led you to me, and that is an awfully big help, and not a help that not many people receive these days. Who are yet you? To be, yet to be seen. I still don't know who you are. Um, thank you, Link. Some people thank me for good fortune. Some people pray to me for good fortune. Uh, are you a god? <laughs> you are ever so sweet with your curiosities, Cornelius, but yes. I am Tamora, god of fortunes. The good ones, of course. What can you do for us? What you can do for me is continue to have good fortune. I'm fairly certain that is something that you allow. I do, but there are things that get in the way and produce misfortune. They? Yes. One of the people in your life that has brought you misfortune and has also helped you on your way to grow as people. Is he a god? No, he is just a simple... Oh, thank god, because I didn't want to fight a god. We can kill a non-god, guys. It's fine. And I really want to kill him. I don't think you should mention the killing thing in front of a god. Hey, hey, Gamora. Do you mind if I say the... Um, um, Tamora. Spell, T can you spell it out for us? Chararazad, Gamora, Kamora, whatever. I, I do not mind if you say the K word, but please, Tamora. Gamora, yep. Tamora. Gamora? Can you literally say it, like, because I don't understand what name you're saying? Amora. Timora. T Y M O R. Timora. What are you doing tomorrow? As it. <laughs> I'm running out of, uh, you know, good patience here, but that's fine. That's fine. Um, I feel so sorry for you two Look, dears. When you, please help you yourself. Don't to deserve to have patience when you have to have someone introduce you as the smiling lady, the queen of the blah 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 blah. blah. Just be like, hi, I'm Jane. We also just experienced quite an extensive. Uh, <laughs> I would, I would nearly call it an existential crisis. <laughs> It's awfully time for you to go and stop interrupting me, but before you go, I would advise you that it would be in your good fortune to learn what created the staff and its story. Do you know? Before you try fighting it. You could just tell us right now, save us time. Yeah, that'd Fine. be really nice. I could, but gods tend to be bound by some kind of you know, being totally oh, not in vague. A rush. Well, you know, don't want to have a long conversation. We'll make you go on a quest to figure out information. I already know. Fuck you. Where's the door? That, you don't talk There's to a god door. like that. No, no, no. It's fine, dearie. You just help yourself to another. Help yourself to another piece of cake, Cornelius. It's fine. Um, that's fine. When you're free, uh, that door there is to your good fortune. I pick up all the booze I can fit into my carry. Um, oh, actually, I put no, it into my just, bag. Just one. What? And all of it shrinks down to one small bottle of whiskey. March towards the door. And I'm going out it. I'm going through it. I'm opening it and going through it. You're going through it? Uh, thank you, Tamora. I, I think. Uh, may good fortune find your favour. Peace out, Gamora. And may you please keep an eye on us for good fortune. Of course. Mind your step as oh, you go out the door. I uh, finish my cake and then I bow awkwardly and then follow the other two out. Um, Cornelius. Uh, yeah? Seeing things is not a curse. But remember, it's all in your head. Great.
and I follow the other two out. As each of you step out, you feel floor for a second, and then you start falling through space. Ah! Leaf, you fall flat what feels to be some kind of table. You fall face first into it. And just as you're kind of dusting yourself off and preparing to get off the table, Chalidris falls on you. Ugh, soft landing. You kind of prepare to push him off and then Cornelius. Ah! Um, I say, guards, get in here now! You find yourselves in an extremely large, very ornate, perfectly crafted room. The table that you landed on was very strongly crafted and you look down and you see on the table is a map of the Silverkeep region. Um, you see you know, Ashcroft, you see Silverkeep in the middle um, and when you look out of the big kind of like open balcony windows to one side you see Silverkeep stretch out around you. We're in Silverkeep guys. In the other side of the room, there are guards streaming in and around you. Their spears and the head of them seems to be two very... Well, a group of very um, important-looking people. Um, Roll a perception check, uh, Charlie Idris. 14. From your knowledge of Silverkeep... You know, the man stood in the middle is the Grand Chancellor of Silverkeep. Ooh, it's the Grand the Grand Chancellor. And he is preparing for war with the mages. We're in trouble, lads. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to stop the episode there. Indeed, yes, we are. Because there's a list account. We've just added a god. The God of Good Fortune, tomorrow we've added that weird little leprechaun fellow spewing out gold. We've got an evil mage who's trying to betray our heroes and rid Silverkeep of its religious religions. Reli- ha, ha, ha. I don't. This is this is a lot to take in, and I understand. And that's why next week you're going to come back and find out exactly what our heroes did in this moment. How did they escape Silverkeep? How do they solve the problem of the Lawmaster's staff? Well, I guess I'll see you next week. Artemis Underhill, over and underhill. The Tales of Felden is an Explosion Network production. Written by Kieran Marchant. World and scenario by Kieran Marchant. Played using 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. Sound mixing and post-production by Dylan Blight. Music and sound effects resources available at explosionnetwork.com. Cast of characters, Dylan Blight as Leif Estel, Ashley Hobley as Cornelius Bannister, Thomas Marshall as Chalidris, with Kieran Marchant as the Dungeon Master.